Hello, friends, listeners, and colleagues. Welcome to the Platinum Business Break podcast, and we're so glad you're here. Hey, and today's episode is sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. That's right. We are here to help your small to medium-sized business transform and become a world-class organization. It's easy to do. Uh, Again, you don't have to be big to be world-class. You just have to have the will and the desire to do it, and we'd like to help you do that. Anyway, uh, today's episode is entitled The Way Business Should Be Part 5. Now, um, we're going to kind of continue this theme that I've been on for for quite some time, and I I think you're going to enjoy it. Some of you might remember a podcast I did a little over a month ago, and I just got back from my vacation, and I kind of had an epiphany, uh, and I won't go into the story. You could listen to that podcast, but how to reset your compass, and that's kind of what I did, and, and, and I did that in terms of business, right? I'm thinking, you know, how business should be, you know, why is business so difficult? Business shouldn't be difficult. Business should be enjoyable. Again, I'm not saying there shouldn't be challenges, but it should be enjoyable. You should have a sense of accomplishment. And, you know, you're in business to, to help your customers and your employees and your team members, right? So with that, I wrote down my manifesto. And, you know, I had about 28 points. Yeah, I know it's a lot. But it was just one of those times when I just had this clarity and started writing everything down. And I'm going to share that with you through these series of podcasts. All right. So today's point is point number five. Show me a business with no vision mission or core values and I will show you a company who is engulfed in chaos confusion and disengagement and the customers know it so if this is your business which I think most of the businesses that I run into have this at some level most of them are just eaten up with this you know the employees are overworked they're they don't have enough bandwidth there there's mistakes all the time customers aren't happy and it's a struggle it's really tough there's no reason it should be like that all right so you can go back to i've got several podcasts addressing that um you go to the one your business is in trouble i got part one and part two uh, that addresses that in detail but on on this one i kind of wanted to you know make that statement but i want to really also show you that there is hope. There is. There are businesses out there that actually do operate well. And I'm going to talk about two of them uh, in my example. But let's talk about some statistics. Again, those of you who listen to me, you know I like the stats. Once again, I'm going to refer to the Gallup 2022 Workplace Survey. This was done in the fall of last year. Still, I think, relevant today. Uh, three quick points. 35% of U.S. employees are engaged. Now, that means they are doing their job. They're on committees. They're, I mean, they're doing their job. But that number has been trending down for several years if you look at the graph. So what that means is 65% are disengaged. But that's trending up. Now, what does disengaged mean? That means they're just doing enough to do their job just to keep from you know being fired, right? But there's even a darker statistic under that. 15% of U.S. employees are actively disengaged, and that number is also trending up. So you have an 100 employees, 15 are actively disengaged. If you have 10, that means probably two are actively disengaged. And what does that mean? That means they just don't give up. You know what? They don't care. And they're probably openly hostile or openly, I don't give a care. They're not entering orders correctly. Uh, there's mistakes. They're not returning phone calls. Uh, they're late for service appointments or, or whatever your metric is. And your customers are starting to see it. All right. It's true. I see it every day. 
It also says that only 22% of U.S. employees believe their leadership has a clear direction for the organization. Once again, again, this is a broken record, folks, but it all starts with vision, mission, core values, process, people, data, on and on and on, right? So what does all that look like? Now, let me ask you, does this sound familiar? Are your people, there's no passion, low enthusiasm, and negativity? I see this. People aren't responding to emails. Uh, they're, they, they're, they're not volunteering for things. They're just, they're, just, they're just showing up and barely showing up at that. Also, what I see is role ambiguity. You know, who's in charge? I mean, who's running the place? Who's making the decision? We see that a lot. Um, there's no clear defined responsibility. No one owns anything. It's complete chaos. All right. There's burnout and stress. See that all the time. See people who are just operating past their bandwidth and they can't do it anymore. And, you know, and that's the thing that I'm, I'm really surprised about is during COVID, that, kind of, that should have taught us that, you know, jobs aren't worth killing ourselves over. Right. Companies ha- need to figure that out or should have figured that out. We can't be burning out our employees. And again, you see a lot of companies and I see this kind of in the in the IT or tech where they're laying off a lot of people, but they're not backfilling those roles. So that means other people are just picking up that slack. And and that is just not sustainable. All right. Uh, Here's another one. Gossip flourishes and it's in a hostile environment and creates a hostile environment. That's the other thing too. If there's a lot of gossip, back talk, a little, you know, side talk, you know, just if that's the reason that you're coming to work is to hear the latest scoop, uh, that's a bad, and again, hey, I've been guilty as charged. I've been there where the only reason you you came to work is to find out what's going to happen that day, and it's usually not good. All right, next one, high turnover rates, hard to fill positions. Uh, right now, it's the labor market. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of jobs open. A lot of people are getting hired. Again, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. I see that happening, but I also hear from HR professionals that it's hard to find people, and now more than ever, people are going in the interview process and they completely, you know, ghost or drop out because either the process is taking too long or they do a little research on the company and they go, yeah, I don't want to work here. This sounds like a terrible place. All right, last one. This, you know, really chaotic environment. What else do you see? You see errors, mistakes with customer service, maybe orders, people are late for service appointments or whatever that is. And it's chronic and it happens more and more and more and more. And one, no one knows how to fix it. But number two, upper management doesn't seem to care how to fix it or know how to fix it. All right. So that's the sad part of all this. But there is hope. Now we're going to have a ghost from the past. Okay. Uh, one of my favorites, Steve Jobs. Um, some people like him, some people hate him, but uh, you, you cannot deny that he made an impact in business and in our society with the iPhone and all the technologies that came after really the iPod, if you think about it. So this was an interview that was, in fact, you could look on YouTube. It's uh, Steve Jobs, October, 1997. He was on CNBC. And this is an excerpt I watched, and, and I'm just going to read what he said that really caught my attention. And again, this was 1997, right? So it's very poignant. It's very important because it it especially applies today with all the stuff that's going on. Now, here's an excerpt from the interview, and and this is what he, and he had a series of questions, and I think this was the second point. The second thing I would say is that somebody taught me a long time ago a very valuable lesson, which is if you do the right thing on the top line, 
the bottom line will follow. Now, for those of you who aren't you know, astute with top line, bottom line, top line are all you know, basically your sales and marketing activities. And that goes all the way down you know, to your distribution, manufacturing, all that, you know, HRIT. And then at the bottom line is your financial. Okay. So that's what he's talking about. So if you do all the top line stuff correct, the bottom line will follow. It'll take care of itself. And he goes on to say, what they meant by that is if you get the right strategy or vision, okay, I added vision, but that's really what he's saying. If you have the right people and if you have the right culture at your company, you'll do the right products, you'll do the right marketing, you'll do the right things logistically and in the manufacturing and distribution. And if you do all those things right, the bottom line will follow. Now, that should be an example for all companies. Okay, but the two, the, what I really want you to take away from that is he said two things, if you have, or a few things. If you get the right strategy and vision, the right people, and the right culture. Okay, it's, he's speaking to you, he's telling you that, and I'm telling you that. And I think a lot of you, you know, you, you, you know that's true in your gut, but what are you going to do about it? Right, platinum training technologies can help you with this kind of stuff. Right, you but can't help you if we don't hear from you. Now I'm going to go on to another example, and again, you guys hear me, you know, wear this one out, Chick Fil A, and, and, and it's like, oh damn, not Chick Fil A. But look at look, uh, you know, I, I like Chick Fil A. I don't have a problem with Chick Fil A, mainly because when I'm in the mood for a chicken sandwich, I could go through their drive-in very quickly. My order's right. They're friendly people. They always have a smile on their face. So really, after that's that's what I'm talking about. So Chick Fil A again is privately held. It, it has it's a faith based organization, so that turns a lot of people off. But forget about that for a minute. Let's think about the fact that they're very successful. So I pull I found this um, on LinkedIn. It's an article by Emma Thorne. And she's a editor at LinkedIn News. It says Chick Fil A rakes in six million dollars per site. And I'm going to read the article real, just the excerpt from it. Eat more chicken. Consumers are doing just that. Chick Fil A earns the most per restaurant out of all of America's top fast food chains, per a new report from QSR, which covers that industry. Its 2,837 restaurants nationwide average nearly seven million dollars each and more than $18 billion together annually. Coming in second is another chicken-focused chain, Raising Cane's, with over $5 million in sales per restaurant. Then Shake Shack, Whataburger, and McDonald's rounded out the top five. Now, if you would have said what was the fast food chain that earned the most per store, I would have said McDonald's. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Subway, I don't know. But Subway's not even in the top five. McDonald's is number five. Chick-fil-A is number one. And I'm going to point out something really, really amazing on that. Now, here's the numbers. Again, Chick-fil-A, uh, average store sales, $6.7 million annually. Raising Cane's, $5.4. Shake Shack, $3.8 million. I, get, I, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so I'm not familiar with Shake Shack. That's a new one on me, but apparently they're pretty good, so I have to check that out. Whataburger, uh, Texas favorite, $3.7 million. And McDonald's, the mighty McDonald's, 3.6 million average store sales. And yes, I'm assuming that's just in the U.S. That's not global. That's just the U.S. But still, that's an amazing statistic. Now, what really makes this amazing is, think about it, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. So if you do the math, they're closed one day out of seven. It's, uh, you know, it's 52 weeks, so it's 52 
divided by 365 days. I mean, they're closed 14% of the time. For, they're closed one day out of the week. There's And they're still number one. So that is an amazing statistic right there in itself, that they're closed 14% of the time and still number one, and still number one by a little over a million dollars. So that is amazing. Now, you know, we talked about their, you know, their, and I'm not going to repeat all their, their core, their mission statement, their vision statement, their core values, but that's what keeps them focused. That's what keeps them. Again, I just talked to a, a, a potential client this morning early and, uh, you know, the, the business there, it was not, it was in a service-based business. And it was this, the question I, I said is, you know, you, and they're talking about, you know, expanding. I said, well, have you Chick-fil-A'd your business? And the guy was like, oh, what do you mean? I said, well, let me, and I went through again, the exercise. Do you like Chick-fil-A or McDonald's? Like if you're Saturday afternoon, you got a car full of kids and you want some quick food in and out, where are you going to go? He said, oh, I'm going to go Chick-fil-A because that drive-through, they, they got it down. I said, exactly. You know, all the people in that building, they're aligned. They know the vision, the mission. They are all reading off the same sheet of music. Okay, it's a great experience. Your order is correct. The food is high quality. And then you get the friendly, it's my pleasure. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm going to point out excellence when I see it, okay? By the way, <laughs> you know, this is something we can help. That's something that Platinum Business Consulting can help you with. But again, we can't help you if we don't hear from you. Again, reach us at info at platinumbusinessconsulting.com or go to our website, platinumbusinessconsulting.com. Scroll down to the bottom. There's a contact form. We'd love to talk with you. I'd love to help you any way we can. Also, listen to all the podcasts. There's some great stuff in there. Again, I try to throw out a lot of valuable free content uh, that's better than a lot of people's paid content. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed the, the stats and the information. Again, I'll be continuing with this series, so it's probably a few more months. So I'm just telling you, if this is boring you, uh, you know, just stay, you know, tune back in later. But I think this is interesting stuff and everyone will be a little different um, each week moving forward. Again, this is the Platinum Business Break. This is the way business should be part five, season three, episode 13. Again, if you're listening on, uh, you know, one of the popular podcasting sites, whether it's Spotify or Amazon or iHeartRadio or Apple, we're there. We're also on YouTube. This is a video. So some of you are seeing me in the bubble in the bottom left-hand corner, and uh, you'll see some of the graphics. So either way, whether you're listening or watching, we greatly appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.